0: Podcast 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 Are we saying podcast? Welcome back, welcome back to Fanboys and a Filthy Casual, back at you once again. As usual, this is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold we are prepared for a magical episode today um a really fun stuff uh, uh, we have two things that we are looking forward to one is another installment of lewis's um segment of trailer park and we're going to be doing another review but this time around a netflix special and i'm really excited about that one but lewis uh,
1: let's throw it to you uh, let's start with trailer park yeah, so we are going to return to Trailer Park uh, Frenzy. So a few weeks ago, we actually debuted this section where we had, you know, after a lull of, you know, no movies for a while, um, you know, we actually got a couple of great trailers. to draw, or I mean, I shouldn't say great, but we got a couple of trailers that I would love to talk about. And then um, like we did last section, let's talk if it is Trailer Park Trash or Trailer Park Gold. So the first one I, I wanted to talk to you guys about was... Um, Let's see here. The most recent, our first look at Venom 2, um, Let There Be Carnage. So this is the return of Tom Hardy as the uh, titular Venom, uh, what do you call it? And uh, God, I can't remember his name. Uh, Woody Harrelson, um, I guess, will be the big bad in this one. Cletus Cassidy, excuse me, uh, playing Be careful with that first name. (laughs) I, I almost slipped up right there, Cletus <laughs> Cassidy. Well, are you talking to, about? It's easy to about,
2: slip up, so you know. Are you talking about Cletus is a Greek relative?
1: <laughs> if you emphasize the wrong vowel in that name, it was like whoa.
2: Like if Cletus was a uh, you keep a, saying a, it, a zodiac symbol. No, That was born around if, like if, that if, one time.
0: No, if if Cletus. Um, decided to go travel. What what would Cletus be?
2: A traveling Cletus? No, if his oh. nick if his nickname was just Clete. I know, and then then and he, then he uh, liked to travel. I
0: think yeah, oh, he gets it yet, man. Yeah, he would be traveling. What do you call somebody who goes to like Paris? He goes abroad. Goes abroad. Yeah. You would be. You're not a local. You're a. Uh, a tourist, yes, there you go.
1: <laughs> yes, we'll let the listeners put those two together <laughs> equals three, guys. <laughs> oh man, so yeah, so the, the debut trailer for Venom 2 just uh dropped a few uh days ago. So, what did you guys think of this return to this uh, well, I guess a Sony spinoff of the Spider Man universe and the Spider Man corner of the Marvel universe? I'm okay with it I I don't know if I'm uh, excited
0: about it yet Um, it's a telling sign when the only thing every single time somebody talked about it online the only thing that they could come up with was oh
1: it's a better wig it's a better wig yeah That's the only compliment people can give it. Um, Yeah, I agree. I kind of I I dig what they're trying to go for at the yeah with that little section in the beginning when um, yeah uh, Tom Hardy is interacting with the symbiote. And yeah, it looks like, you know, they're they're playing Woody Harrelson's character, you know, Cletus Cassidy, very intensely like he's, you know, in the comic books, if you're a fan, you know that he is a, you know, basically a psychopath, a serial killer, that kind of thing. So we know that, you know, hypothetically, if they were to go that route, it it should be a pretty intense show or movie, at least. But yeah, dude, I'm on the same uh, I'm kind of on the same wavelength as you that, you know, Venom already in the first Venom movie I mean they introduced three symbiotes in in one movie Venom himself um, you know the 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 main bad guy riot I believe he was and then like you know his girlfriend turned into a a female venom so yeah it's it's going to be kind of interesting to see how they keep playing off of that I would I, I would love to see a little bit more of like a change up in in, in bad guys because it's more of the same uh, yeah, it, it is kind of the Transformers formula, which might not be successful, but we'll see. I mean, I'm all for more movies, obviously, uh, and uh, Return to Theaters. But yeah, um, I, I'm kind of pensive on this one, so I'm not sure how to think of this yet. Uh, H? I'm just glad because I have the uh, debut
2: appearance of Carnage here somewhere in my comic book collection. And usually Ooh. around the time when uh, movies come out about a character, the value goes up. So it might be finally time to sell this thing. Um, <laughs> But for the rest of, I'm kind of like with. uh, I was in the same boat Dennis was, the fresh off the boat, in that the fact that there was really no heads up that anything like this was coming out. I mean, we. The the crazy thing is when you have, the like the Disney back MCU, doing such a big like, great way to to introduce everybody in their universe that when they do some kind of a production like that, where it's like a a press conference saying, these are all the movies that are coming out next, you know exactly where and where the, um, the properties are going to. But in terms of Sony only holding the, technically the Spider-Man property, even though like, it's still funny enough that the Spider-Man is considered more MCU than Sony stuff. Like, there's rare like the big thing that a lot of people have been saying is like there's really no hint of spider-man in this universe besides the fact that a it's the venom character which is obviously a uh you know a spider-man hybrid and b the fact that the venom character does not exist in comic books at all without the existence of spider-man in general so it's like how do you have like are you supposed to automatically draw yourself to this property because of the fact that you know venom from the previous spider man properties or do you know venom by himself so it's like it's a little bit of a confusing thing uh we all went to watch the original venom together i believe um it was a movie it was in (laughs) it was in focus and it had great digital sound it actually you know it, it it shows up every once in a while on tv i'm not going out of my way to buy it it's not bad. It's still entertaining. It's just not the greatest thing ever. Um, so when this came, like the ending of uh, the original Venom was already the teaser for this movie. So everybody was like, "Oh yeah, this is this is where they're going." And to have of all people Woody Harrelson, like a legit Hollywood A-lister, playing the like, you know, a uh, tourist named Cleat. Um, he. It's it's weird, but it is something in his character. He was actually in Natural Born Killers. You wouldn't mm-hmm. imagine the guy who played the bartender in tears to be a guy who can play that kind of evil. But if that's the root and that's the Woody Harrelson that shows up for this, I'm all for it. But like Lewis said, it is kind of tough when it, the previous enemies or the previous bads in the franchise have already had similar powers. I think they're what they're going for in this one is the... Is it the maximum carnage thing? Or like... Trying to turn everybody into symbiotes. Mm-hmm. So that would be interesting.
0: I mean, I'm already looking to be honest with you, I'm looking forward to the the the, the next show. So it's gonna be symbiotes. Sim,
1: sim <laughs> Damn it. That'll be the third movie. Yes, thank you. Okay, so what are we,
0: what are we grading this, Lewis?
1: Yeah, um, I'll go first. I you know what, unfortunately the uh, the first movie didn't exactly knock me off my feet uh, it was it was a perfectly fine movie but it's not exactly something I'd wanted to revisit and unfortunately this trailer didn't really I, I'm a huge comic book fan but at the same time I'm still not like Too sold on it, so unfortunately, I'm gonna have to put this under trailer park trash. Like I'm not like uh, you'd want a trailer to really like kind of get me into the mood to watch it and go out of my way and plan a Friday night to watch a movie. This unfortunately didn't. It kind of makes me want to just I guess wait till it's on HBO or maybe on even cable to watch it. So I'm not gonna unless they pop out a a second trailer that's much more action oriented, maybe, or give me more of that carnage that looks pretty you know pretty awesome for this few shots that they had and. um, um, but otherwise yeah right now it's it's trash for me i'm not like sold on it right away so yeah that's where it, i'm at yeah in terms of
0: just the trailer itself um it didn't really catch me um it's almost like they don't know what the the um, the property is it um yeah should it, you know should it be a you know should it be uh an r-rated like a thriller type? Mm, thing, yeah, yeah or yeah. is it um deadpool Oh, this is my buddy, uh, yeah, a sim- a sim- a symbiote here. So, yeah, Taylor, uh, trailer, uh, trailer park trash for me.
2: Um, I'm kind of in the middle of it because, yeah, it's not the greatest trailer in the world, obviously, but at the same time, it did really get me interested into wanting to get back into a universe that I didn't think I was so interested in. And I think that's kind of what the, uh, the appeal of, a good uh, trailer should be in that you uh, it, it um, like if it's a movie that's new to you and you've never seen it before, you're like, Ooh, I want to watch that. Or I'm mm-hmm. kind of interested in that. If it's a trailer for a property you're already familiar with and you're like, Oh yeah, I, I remember that something's coming out. Um, that's good for you. But if it's a trailer for a property that you really had no interest in initially and kind of forgot about, I think it did a great job because Venom was such a forgettable movie that you people forget. It was actually released. You know, it was yeah. such, it was such a, like a project put on the back burner for so long that you forgot that Tom Hardy, who Tom Hardy, who's supposed to be an a Hollywood A-lister. Yeah. And he continues to, you know, to uh, carry on with this role. So good for him in that way. So um, I guess I'd have to say it's a treasure chest, but inside it's a piece of crap. <laughs>
0: So it's yeah. like the trailer uh, trailer park in northridge uh on like oh, yeah. it looks uh, nice, but it's still trailer park, it's still a park. <laughs> you when you get in there it's like ooh,
2: never mind like you can um, you can be proud that you have a double white, but the fact is you still have a double
1: white so still double white because um, most my, likely
0: you have somebody who's double white in there too.
1: No exactly. <laughs> know what I'm saying?
2: Make sure that door's a double-wide. <laughs>
1: hey, yo. Wait a second. All right. Um, all right, so we only got two more trailers left to talk about, So, but the first one actually just debuted a few days ago on the MTV Movie Awards, which I the, guess is the still debut? a thing. The de- yes, the debut starring oh Dante God. Bosco. <laughs> it is 2001 all of that? a sudden. <laughs> it is 2001, everybody. It's um, back. It's back. <laughs> In film form. Um, What do you call this? So, yeah, we're. Reboot. I know. Reboot. Um, We are talking about the newest Snake Eyes trailer from the world of G.I. Joe. We have Henry Golding playing the. Titular hero snake eyes. Um pretty again, a, a little bit out of nowhere. I think, or not out of nowhere, actually. Um, I take that back. I, I think most of us knew that, or you know, if you follow the um I personally followed like the Hasbro and all the toy company blogs on Instagram and whatnot. So I know that this movie was coming down the line, but yeah, we finally first are, saw, excuse me, saw our first look at this. I guess it's a prequel two i don't know I, I i'm not sure actually i shouldn't I, I take it back i don't know if this has anything to do with the gi joe movies that came out with channing tatum and the rock just a few years ago but um i guess we're seeing the origin story of one of the you know most popular gi joe's snake eyes um what did you guys think of the two-minute trailer that uh, debuted on yeah like i said uh, of all things mtv Mo- uh, movie awards uh just a few days ago i'll start um if it did not
0: have the words uh um snake eyes in there i would have not known what the hell that thing was dude yeah Um, uh, for me it was such a hot mess yes was there a lot of action yes was there a lot of uh, henry golding um you know like henry golding it yes definitely um but it could have been any other movie um and it, it was honestly disappointing because uh when you uh i think you were the one who posted it, i was like sweet i can't wait to see this um i don't know uh it, it uh, like i said um it, it could have been for the, uh a new the 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 third jumanji or something um <laughs> and it would have still made sense
1: to me yeah it could have been the next mortal kombat i'm like oh yeah sure Th- that looks great yeah h what about you dude um I don't know. <laughs> I mean,
2: the whole mystique of Snake Eyes is that we don't know who Snake Eyes is. And we don't really care to know who Snake Eyes is. Snake Eyes. Snake <laughs> Eyes is. We just know he's a ninja. And he wears all black.
0: That, you're right. That's it. That's all we it's need a, to
2: know. Like, we can we can get a little background for Storm of Shadow because, you know, he's he's a bad guy. But his thing was never about being mysterious. It was just about being uh, the ultimate irony of a ninja wearing all white who happens to be the the, the bad guy here, the villain. Um, and then at the other end of the spectrum, you have snake eyes. No words, mm-hmm. no background, all just gestures and a mask that you can barely moves like that's. That's the dream. That's who Snake <laughs> I should be. Like, I, 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 I just don't understand the property at all. Again, going to a well. Okay, so this is the opposite for me of the, um, uh, Venom trailer, where there's a property that never got off the ground in the first place, with two mediocre movies at best for their series, and as someone who, like we discussed before, uh. I had more GI or just as many GI Joes as maybe more GI Joes than I had Transformers. So that was like my big thing was like, I love the GI Joe, love the GI Joe franchise, uh, played all the crappy video games on Nintendo before they understood what controls <laughs> were. Uh, so even in the old Nintendo game, I had to pick Snake Eyes. And then later on when people were like, oh yeah, did you know that Snake Eyes has a Filipino flag tattoo on his arm? And I was like, dude, that's, that makes it even more awesome. That, mm-hmm. but that ruins the mystique because it's like no nah, dude we don't know who's under there we just know that there's someone who's a badass under there can we just leave it at that
1: yeah no that's a, th- th- those are all valid points because i think you're right like that's the mystique of snake eyes is like he was the quiet warrior or the quiet ninja in the background who just was all action and yeah so far it seems like, you know, they're trying to establish some, uh, I guess, obviously for a two hour movie or however long this movie is going to be, you have to have dialogue and something uh, like that. So, I, yeah, it's going to ruin a lot of that mystique for uh, for us old school fans. But I kind of get I mean, I'm, I'm not sure who made the movie per se, uh, but I, I guess they they kind of know what they're going for when you when you when you cast. Uh, Henry Golding for your movie, you know what demographic you're hoping to show up on your movie in your theaters. So, um, you know, yeah, uh, my wife What's is that raising, demographic. Yeah, my wife just raised her hand. She said, "Me is me is demographic." <laughs> so, yeah, you know, so even if. Um, you know, we'll see how much uh, of uh, what do you call it, foothold this trailer or this movie is going to get with the old school fans. But, you know, maybe that's what Hasbro and the, that production company is trying to do is basically get more, you know, new eyes. You know, maybe we're not exactly who they're shooting for. Uh, Henry Golding is basically a hot commodity right now. So maybe, yeah, maybe they're going for him instead of, uh, you know, a, a bunch of 40, you know, 30, 40 year old guys um so yeah let's uh let's go to the verdict uh is this trailer park trash or trailer park gold for you guys
0: um does it make tra- you trailer Monica park trash this for movie? me trailer park trash for me
1: um it's it made me less excited for, <laughs>
0: for this series
1: unfortunately I, I i have to agree with you there too dude it is trash again um i hope nothing but the best and I hope this movie maybe they drop a better a, a couple better trailers that'll make you make me want to go but yeah after the first like Harold mentioned it, it, even after those first two movies with Channing Tatum and The Rock like those were kind of like pensive like I guess I'll see it because there's nothing better to do and I I, I kind of don't want that for one of my you know yeah I, I'm not Harold I didn't have like a army of G.I. Joes at home, but I'm still a big fan and it was a big part of my childhood but you know I I kind of want the best for these franchises that you know I grew up with so unfortunately yeah it's trash for me hopefully they come up with something better or at least get me hooked uh h last one yeah as someone who like for a while collected exclusively
2: just snake eyes figurines uh so far it's trash uh i don't i i don't know it's just the whole movie in general is still confusing to me i don't know what they're really going for the trailer does not help any i hope no, there's not. There's not even anything about like some kind of great trailer that's gonna make me want to watch it. But like, I am a completionist. I'm probably gonna end up watching it. Tonight,
1: <laughs> so. You are the guy who saw Dark Phoenix in the theater. So uh, we're not <laughs> talking about that. <laughs> um, real quick
0: side story. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but. Uh, when, when all three of us used to be in a particular group in CSUN, uh, the I, I was one of the I was the only person that claimed to know the nationality of snake, snake Eyes, and I told everybody without a doubt that Snake Eyes is Filipino, and everybody was like, "No, it's not. Um, there's no proof of it." Blah blah, blah. and I, I, I still to this day insist that I once owned an, uh, a, uh, an issue of uh, the GI Joe. And I still remember one of remember those like Archie comics, like uh, combination compilation type things. Yeah, Um, those thick little booklets. Yeah, yeah, those thick little booklets. They had a um, uh, an issue of 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 GI Joe there, and one of them it was it was um, it it was Snake Eyes talking in uh, his original dialect, and he was talking in Tagalog. So to this day, I will say that Snake Eyes is Filipino. You know, did he use the word bayat? (laughs)
1: see but
2: here's the thing is
1: describe his relationship with the storm shadow
2: (laughs) okay this movie this movie for me this movie gets an a or at least a pass and i'll actually watch it if somehow they manage to do like some kind of quick kick in there because there's a guy who's never gotten any of his dues in any of the movies or like anything and it's like hey man anyways junior's still kind of kicking you know throw him a bone and make him quick it is.
1: oh there wow quick that, that's a deep cut dude wow okay. so speaking H, of oh, H, H, okay. real quick
0: as a maybe this is a t- subject for another um episode but um you know you know what i we will save this for an episode episode idea um will be like movie doctor's uh, or franchise <laughs> doctors. What will what what the like? What's your vision for a movie? And uh, you know, Ooh. I think it would be interesting. What would what would make a successful GI Joe movie? You know, that's so at a good one. What here. we think,
2: yeah. What our exactly. version of a successful GI Joe exactly. movie would be. Yeah. So uh,
0: for our listeners, um, you just saw magic happen in the air <laughs> right now. Um, I yes, I am Bruno Mars
1: at this point. Um and that's how the sausage is made, people. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. all right. Okay, well, um, last trailer park that we want to talk about is actually, uh, well, I guess martial arts uh, adjacent, but uh, you know, I you know, spoilers ahead, but I'm pretty welcome or a pretty welcome site. So let's talk about the news trailer or first trailer for Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. It is the newest Marvel Cinematic Universe movie to drop or scheduled to drop this November. So we finally got our first look at one a, a pretty i mean I'm not gonna lie pretty obscure superhero in the marvel universe finally getting his uh, big debut movie before literally anybody else or you know there's there's uh, you know there's dozens of other superheroes that i would have thought would have gotten a movie before shang chi of all people but here we are uh, a movie's coming out in just a few months after black widow debuts a new part of the you know maybe the avengers future um, starring Simu Simu Liu, I think that's how it's pronounced. So, um, yeah, we got a pretty good uh look so far. What did you guys think of Shang Chi? No, it's funny that you
0: mentioned that because. Um, I was trying to figure out why the Snake Eyes movie uh, or trailer was so familiar. And I just realized that's why, because it could have been the second trailer for Shang-Chi and it would have been the same thing for me. I know it sounds a little racist, but <laughs> it, it, you know, it's it's still, it was still the same co- concept. The, you know, a hero Asian dude, you know, fighting other ninja like characters who could do martial arts um it's unfortunate that these two things are um uh are are going are are going at it with each other and i have to tell you if i did not watch the if i didn't watch the snake eyes one i think i would have been more critical about the shang chi one um but the only thing and i know this sounds terrible of me and i apologize to everybody <laughs> The only thing I could think of was after the Shang Chi movie was like, couldn't we have gotten a prettier looking, good good guy? Like yikes! Like, <laughs> if, like could couldn't we have gotten somebody that looks like Henry Golding for this character? <laughs> Let's switch
1: those guys. <laughs> Let's see how it
0: looks. I mean, he, I mean the only thing I've been hearing, is, yeah, he's such a great martial artist. Oh yeah, um, you know, f- finally a good fighter for a martial arts movie. Yeah, true. But I want somebody prettier.
1: I know. I, I I'm that demographic. That I, I want my <laughs> I want my my eye candy to go with my uh, high kicks and.
0: Uh, Come on, because you know for kicks. a fact
1: that you're gonna be able if um if Shang Chi was was uh was played by Henry Golding, you know you would have been able to get your wife to watch that movie. Oh yeah, she would have she would have bought tickets now. She would have pulled a Herald and buy a theater and bought a theater even <laughs> even if even if the Regency wasn't selling it. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, mean <laughs> I mean you know let's see how things are in November I guess um yeah. for me uh, I I am excited pre-
0: play, uh, Harold is playing uh, praying for uh, the pandemic to come back like strong again <laughs> so he can get another uh,
2: another <laughs> yeah. I think everybody else is, everyone else is still waiting for me for the pandemic to hold on until space jam comes out <laughs> cuz literally that's the only movie anybody else really cares about I know it's in the like, immediate future dude yeah I, like, I'm not going to name any other names in this podcast that keeps asking me about it, but it's not Dennis.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. man, Or or Dennis's <laughs> wife. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. All right. Dang it, Kersh. I mean, uh, oh, it's not her. She's not here. Damn it. Um. Oh, well, for me, um. you know, Shang-Chi was, again, another welcome site. I love uh, how they're kind of playing this off. Um. You know, the aesthetics are... A lot of fun for me. Like I I know the parallels are there or at least uh, maybe it's just me putting it in, uh, putting it out there. But it it felt a lot of I got a lot of like Black Panther vibes, which is great because I dig that. Um, I'm not sure if it's exactly going to be, you know, if if Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings is going to be like Wakanda of the East per se, but like, you no, know, there was like a small snippet of two where they're showing some kind of like, you know, uh, f- uh, either fantasy elements of it, or maybe it's like, uh, super high-tech elements of, of, of wherever, uh, this news, I, I think the bad guy is supposed to be, Z- uh, Senmu or something like that X E N M U. But, you know, uh, uh, everybody online is basically saying uh, what I'm thinking already. And it's the new Mandarin, or he's supposed to be the Mandarin that, um, Iron Man 3 couldn't quite pull the trigger on. So, yeah, um, I'm pretty excited for it. Um tangent i you know my wife and i watched this little show on netflix i guess it's a canadian comedy called kim's convenience so that's actually where simu Liu started off so he was like the kind of like the goofy brother who was kind of aloof but you know he, he he had like this weird ego thing but you know part part of me is pretty excited to see him kind of make it on the big screen so uh, i guess it would be kind of like harold seeing um you know star lord you know or God, why can't i remember his name right now um you know starting off at parks and Recs and and seeing him as on the big screen as uh, a Star Lord so yeah kind of excited to see his success hopefully it plays out well and um you know it, it turns you know it keeps the uh the great MCU machine kind of going for the next uh, few years um interesting comparison that
0: you do there with Wakanda because one of my favorite scenes in um, um in uh, the Black Panthers. The, the, there's a scene where um, the, 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 the ship is flying into Wakanda um, and, you know, somebody goes, oh, we're here. And um, Black Panther looks over and says, I, I never get tired of seeing this. And you see the glory of Wakanda. Right. You know? And then the Shang-Chi, the plane is going to be flying there. And um, the, the somebody's going, we're here. And then saying uh, she's gonna—I—I I, I never get tired of seeing this. And you see the glory of San Gabriel Valley.
1: <laughs> it's, gonna be, it's gonna be the same thing. I mean, oh yes, the dim sum spots. Thank you. If, if, here's the
2: th- here's the thing, guys. Though to go with Dennis's analogy, it is just as difficult to get to Wakanda as it is to get to the Tute. You're right, <laughs> like that two ten exit exit to Alhambra and the two ten exit back to where anywhere else besides Alhambra is hell. So good glory to you if you decide that that's where you wanted to say, uh, have your meal for the day. Um, I, I'm 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 with the bigger population in terms of like not knowing much about the property before um they you know um said announced that they were going to make a movie about it. And after, only after the announcement did I go like, okay, I have to do a little bit of research because you can't really go into a lot of things blind so much. If it's being a property that's going to continue for however long the Marvel Cinematic Universe decides to keep it. So it's like, you know, do a little research on it, find out that it's kind of, it's, it's an interesting story. And then I see the cast and I'm like, Oh, you know, uh, I didn't know, like, I I only started watching Kim's Convenience uh, maybe a couple of months ago. Um, it's, it's. A, I don't know if there's some reason if Lewis likes a series, it takes a, li- a while for me to get into it. Just because.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you like, gotta take my review with a grain of salt. You need, no, right? no, it's not so much
2: <laughs> yours, but it's like, yeah, they're, they, the, every, I guess, like everybody says, things just tend to start out slow. So you know, build yourself into a, a fandom here, um, and then was it me or Tony Lee
1: Young is there? Yeah, dude, he's the. Uh, I guess he's the dad in this in, in this movie. So he's the the dad, and if you were to look at the toys, I guess it's a little bit of a, a, a spoiler. But I guess he's also the bad guy. But I mean, it's not really a spoiler. They dude, kind of apply what the it. Hell?
2: They
0: kind of
1: imply it already. In know, the the trailer It's like know, he's know, not a good dad. I know. <laughs> yeah,
2: but at the same time, he can't play the Mandarin because the Mandarin already exists. So I know that they're using another name for that character, and it's going to mm. be the Cantonese. Oh, <laughs> Oh gee. dude
0: as long as they don't use the word
1: oriental we're good dude. Oh my god. Yeah, ex- oh my god, imagine dude. <laughs> Here's my father, Fu Manchu, the oriental. Oh, god. <laughs> oh man, oh. all the all, all the humanities classes will like... No, 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 as long <laughs> as we
0: uh, we want we want the 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 other bad guy to be a uh, fing Fan Fum dude. Come oh, on. that's
2: true. I, wait, I heard that he was one of the bad guys. No?
0: I hope, Is that I hope. Right?
2: That'd be that, great. That makes more sense than anything else. I mean, yes, the name is pretty much the worst name. That well, not the worst name, but it's along along oh, come the lines on. of Hong Kong foo. Is still the best one, <laughs> but like Marvel characters. So good. Okay, okay. <laughs> just check it. Just yeah. check it. You know, it sounds like when you're choking on a piece of rice or something. <laughs> Hong Kong foo. Like that. Yeah.
1: Or, okay. No. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that that was Harold trying to cough out the popcorn two weeks ago. Oh, okay, very unsuccessfully, by the way.
0: (laughs) Yes, ladies Uh, and gentlemen, you're listening to a podcast that just last week was trying to promote Asian American Pacific (laughs) Islanders. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, we're doing this
1: good job, guys. we <laughs> uh, should character- stick to our <laughs> guns,
2: guys, right? Yeah, So it's, uh, it's character
1: growth, it's character growth, guys. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, yeah, so what do we think about this trailer? Is it uh, trailer park gold or trailer park trash? Does it make you want to go see this movie or make it uh, make you want to pass?
0: Uh, it has completed the trash factor for me.
2: Oh, no, Ooh. okay, nothing but trash for Dennis Week. Okay, no, or right, well, he last is, couple
0: uh, of months. I, I think um, after Harold actually was able to say something nice about uh, something last episode, um, I mean a whole series without any like negativity. Negativity. I think I got thrown off, so I have to be I have to be Harold this time around, dude. Just to be the neg- the neg- our negative <laughs> Nancy.
1: <laughs> I guess hey. so. Uh, are we uh, allowed?
2: Uh, are we allowed to use that N word? Or <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a friend. She's tied.
0: Okay. So. <laughs>
2: Nancy Wynn? No, her name is she's not Vietnamese. Come on, dude. We just oh, talked yeah. about like oh the difference between L- L- Asians. Sorry, No, come on. if her name if we, we her thought you thought there you go. Okay, there you go. <laughs> oh, um God. I'm 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 the opposite of Dennis, actually. Uh the I, I, I enjoyed the trailer a lot. It does have a lot of the Marvel elements that makes you want to Continue watching this kind of thing. Um, Marvel like just does a great job of like. Remember, even when Guardians came out, like every, no one was wanted. No one was really no knew anything about Guardians Absolutely, when they came yeah. out. Yeah. Um, besides, besides Dennis, besides this Dennis. guy. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like Lewis said earlier, I remember the main character named Star Lord. His first name is Star. His last name is Lord. Lord right. I don't remember what his real name is because that's not something <laughs> I remember by any chance, but. It like, um, his, his <laughs> whole name is, is Starsky, just so you know, yeah. And he's he's a Vietnamese, teacher, so his last name is Lord Daran. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was, I Hach, but okay, but uh, so like, um, yeah, it, <laughs> we, it makes we me... have
0: lost our way in this episode. <laughs> no, we're
2: totally confused here, but uh, in terms of getting me interested into a movie that i literally knew nothing about and only know uh, or not nothing about but very little about it it got me
1: interested so i it, for me it's gold yep yeah, um that's that's cool um i yeah i'm gonna go on the, uh, on the gold side on this one but uh most of it is again like i think it's just because i, I kind of trust the marvel formula at this point um you know and not to mention yeah it it got me enough you know uh, interested enough to kind of want to see where this goes this goes from here and it's interesting because yeah like harold said like there's not a lot of great shang chi like stories in the comic books per se so we can't like no, i've no. had like a friend or two say like oh so is there like a, a comic book that i can pick up to to get to know this guy better i'm like not really he's kind of like made he was made in that same like weird kung fu exploitation era of the 70s with like you know iron fist and 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 uh, and uh and luke cage so you know there's not exactly a lot of classic stories that you can look back at so you know it, it'll be interesting how they how how marvel kind of uh, tells his story this time around so you know um but like like harold said like guardians had some pretty solid recent stories, but none exactly like the, the story, like history of like Iron Man or Captain America. But, you know, it, it, James Gunn was able to kind of pull off a, a great little mythology in that side of the corner of that corner of the universe. So, um, yeah, looking forward to see who, uh, what they make out of this. I guess they're going to try to uh, exploit the uh, martial arts or the little kung fu section of, uh, of the MCU. So, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to put this as gold. So two trash and one gold for me. Oh, it's interesting that you mentioned
0: because I mean I really am so uh, I'm thinking about it, and uh, so far uh, Marvel um, has not aside from Iron Man three, which I still don't think is a good movie, um, and Thor Ragnarok, which I still don't think is a good movie. Aside For from Ragnarok? The, uh, no, not Ragnarok. Um, the, other How one, the, dare the second you? one. Sorry, second one. The second <laughs> one. Uh, the or... The one where he goes to see his mom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Darker the Moon. Yes, Darker yeah, the dark Moon. moon. Oh my God, no, that's... that's
1: dark.
2: I hate, I hate both of you really badly. <laughs> Sorry,
0: Thunder Tree. I don't know, but the second, the second one. <laughs> um, aside from those two movies, uh, Marvel has had a pretty good um, strategy with this. But uh, you know, putting on uh, my, you know, even the uh, biggest MCU fanboy, um, let's say uh, Shang Chi does become. A great character where do you put him in like it, like if you, you consider um the lineup of the original um you know the first four um phases and you know who the um avengers ended up as who would he be um you know in those characters is he going to be another mantis where he's just going to be oh, there yeah. for for like you know a one scenes or two and then that's it um and and but considering that he has his own um uh, vehicle, I can't imagine how they're gonna be able to use him aside from a one-off.
2: I think they would kind of if they uh integrate him into the larger universe, they and then you know what this sounds typically not racist, but some very uh minimalist in that he would fit a kind of Black Panther role where it's like like you know, the first time that uh, we saw the Black Panther in Civil War, he wasn't the main character; he was a side character. Same thing when he was in all of the uh, um, the main Avengers movies. Like in you know, obviously doesn't exist in Endgame until the very end. But Infinity War, he's there. But like it's like, yeah, I'm here. You guys need me for my resources and for my uh, for for my help and everything. So it's like. C- is he replacing him because it's you know a token minority? That sounds yeah. a little, a little cheesy and a little sad, but it's completely feasible that he could fit the not the role, but the place. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, gotcha. yeah. So the shield where um, all those aliens are going to be coming in is going to be the two ten freeway. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> and that's why it's hard for everybody to get in there. There you go. Thanks, yeah.
2: Because you can't go through downtown.
0: Yeah.
1: Nobody That's wants to go to downtown to at the
0: that.
2: <laughs>
1: Yeah, nobody does. I work there, and I don't want go. I don't like going down there. All right. So, well, that completes today's uh you know edition of Trailer Park Trash. I'm uh, looking forward to some more trailers dropping in the immediate future. A lot mo- more movies, as you know, as as the world kind of shifts back to its new normal. Uh, it looks like a lot more uh, theaters are reopening. uh People are excitedly going back to the theaters and uh watching the movies uh, the way that they're meant to be. Not to mention, yeah, I mean, uh, and like I said, uh, or you know, like we've established in the last few months, you know, streaming movies has become also part of the new norm so uh looking forward to more trailers and uh more things like that in the immediate future so uh on that note i think it's off to you then well yeah. what else are we talking about today
0: it's interesting that you mentioned that that uh, with the pandemic um you know uh, with the end not the end but the lifting of a lot of uh of the precautions that we've had in the pandemic Um, everybody seems to be embracing the uh, you know the the return of cinema and everything but I got to tell you there's been some gems um, ever since we've been gone um, or since we've uh, been in this pandemic and it's interesting that uh, one in particular that caught my eye only a month before it premiered uh, because of how goofy and how wacky it was. Um, Netflix had a show called Mitchell's versus the machines. And um, you know, my my daughter has been in this kick of she's finally watching movies. Um, she's finally watching like, uh, you know, um, all these things. And uh, the one thing that caught my daughter's, uh, my daughter's eye was that it was seemed like the heroine was, or the main character was going to be a, a, a girl, you know, um, uh, I forget the the her name, but Katie is it? Uh, there you go, Katie. And so it was interesting to, to see that, but um. Last time we were here, we were, uh, or I don't know, when Kershaw was here, we were talking about um, the different shows and we had brought up uh, Mitchell's versus The Machine. And it seemed like all of us had a positive, at least those people that watched it, had a, had a positive reaction to it. So, and I thought it would be an interesting thing to actually spend a review instead of just that one minimal um, a moment that we had. Um, I think it would be interesting for us to take a look at this review. Uh Lou? you know what i haven't had in a while
1: right oh lord what is it uh,
0: lose. lose 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 uh, what, what was it called again that lose lose
1: lose reviews per. <laughs> all you right know.
0: i bet oh, you you can i bet you you can't do it in less than 2 minutes
1: oh lord i cannot um all right let's it's been a while you know i haven't right? i haven't used he's it he's approaching
2: he's approaching 40 i bet he can't do it in less than 2 minutes
1: damn it. you're Dude, right but... uh, like. <laughs> Okay, here we go. All Lewis. I can do is a minute and a half, man. Here we
0: go, Lewis. I, I believe you. Two minutes. Here we go, oh, Lord. I'm just starting my, my my
1: clock over here. here you go. Ready? Okay. Three, <laughs> two, one, and go. All right. So the story begins with the Mitchell family's native of uh, somewhere on the eastern seaboard of America. Uh, young Katie Mitchell has been accepted to college after, uh, or to art school in uh, on the on the west coast. But uh, during this whole time he she is having a falling out with her uh wonderfully goofy dad um, now during the uh, to to try to reclaim this relationship, Dad plans to do a road trip to drop her off at her new campus um, on the way to the new campus a, a uh you know the i guess the elon Musk uh, version of, or, or person in this universe uh his uh, iPhone or his new machines of course um Predictably go haywire and um, capture every human on earth. In um, a very sweet uh, moment, uh, the Mitchell family actually get their heads together, even though they're not perfect, and they actually go and fight the machine um, through a lot of shenanigans. The Mitchells actually succeed through the power of love and family, and that's lose views for Mitchells and the machines. Burp, burp, burp. How did I do? Burp,
0: burp, burp. Minute 12, Lewis. Woo! A minute 12. I'm, Are I'm... you saying
1: it's 112? it's 1 it's 12 it's where the players dwell baby. exactly let's go
0: <laughs> and Lewis, these days if I can uh, hit minute 12 I'm pretty good dude
1: dude I'm patting myself on the back on that one <laughs> excuse me times, while I right? take yes. yeah <laughs> exactly. uh, excuse me while I take some Gatorade and lay down for a second <laughs> I need some orange slices and some Gatorade excuse me <laughs> Okay. Well, thank you, uh, Louis. That was
0: a very successful one. So I I think uh, now we remember is one twelve is our our time. We're going to see if we can, um, that's going to be our litmus test. One twelve. we we have to (laughs) see if we can be around that time now. Um, So let's go with a real quick review. Um, Again, we still um, haven't been able to find it i'm throwing out a suggestion here i only have one out of three terms so it has to be low medium and high medium we already have a word it's cromulent so we just need to figure out the low and so whatever a nerdy word for terrible and whatever the nerdy word for is high that's going to be our permanent um uh but but we can't do that but i'm just throwing it out
1: there i like that i like so, cumulant being okay so
0: let's do a review real quick uh lewis what do you think without going into details what would you got? what you think about that the the movie
1: um off the bat dude i thought it was uh pleasantly surprised i was, I was kind of with you guys on that on this one that it wasn't exactly like highly touted or highly advertised so i didn't really uh you know i really didn't know it was coming on netflix Um, Until I turned on the the app or uh, I turned it on TV and it said like it was number two or three trending um, on the on the streaming app at the time. And um, I guess it's also one of those things where like the name actually kind of helps or not not even the actors names, the names attached to it kind of sell the movie. So I saw that, um, you know, the 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 little blurb on the app said from uh, from uh, from Lord and Miller, the people who brought you the Lego movies. I'm like, oh hold on, time out, this looks actually, okay, if they made that movie, if these are the same guys who made those movies, which <clears throat> excuse me, I absolutely love, then it has to be, uh, you know, of good pedigree. So, yeah, I was happily surprised at how well this movie was pulled off. Um, yes, some of the moments are kind of cliche, but I think that's the humor, or that's the, that's the good part about these, um, I guess, Lord and Miller movies, where even though they are cliche, or they, they are kind of t- uh, tired tropes, uh, there's a lot of heart. You know, that, that's I think that's what uh, a lot of people don't uh, consider about the Lego movies is, yes, as as funny as they were, they had a lot of heart. So I think this was definitely one of those where there's it, it kind of hit you in the heartstrings. I'm looking forward to hearing what Dennis has to say about it, because I think this one was aimed squarely in your in your chest hole. So, yeah, I, I like the movie a lot. Um, yeah. Let's let's go from there. Chest hole. Um, yes. Harold, what do you think? Um.
2: Those guys literally have done nothing wrong. (laughs) Seriously. So the reason I know about these guys is because of uh, How I Met Your Mother. Like, these guys are writers for the first season of How I Met Your Mother, which is pretty damn awesome. And then they made 21 Jump Street.
0: Which is uh, uh, an... What's the word? It's, it's an amazing movie. I love that movie. And I'm surprised how... Little... Yeah, no, little nobody really talks about it.
2: And 22 Joe Street, which Dennis is saying is one of those sequels that are better than the original. And I'm yeah. saying it's, they're just as good. So, like, when I first saw the Lego movie and I heard that these guys were attached to it and then I saw the voice cast that they did for Lego movie, you know, that brings you into the theater already. And then the movie that they helped write and produce ends up being one of my favorite animated movies of all time, where I literally watch it nonstop for like a summer. And then the next animated movie they did after that is Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Like, dude, how do you, and then, I mean, these guys don't like it, but they created the cloudy with a chance of meatballs movies, which I, I, I loved.
1: Uh, So it's like, well, yeah. Yeah.
2: But I love both of those, the, those movies and i'm like dude these guys in terms of just writing stuff that apparently gets to me i'm like okay these are my guys and when i follow uh phil lord on on twitter and he was talking about uh he's like yeah we have this movie it was called a different name when it was coming to theaters but now that it's going to netflix it's going by the the name that we originally wanted which is the mitchells versus the machines and uh I was like, okay, sounds interesting. But the fact is, these are the guys that helped write it or create it. I'm like, dude, I'm in. So as soon as it came out on Netflix, I was like, okay, once I find the time for it, this weekend I'm watching this movie. And the whole time I was like, again, for some reason, these guys get me. Like any little nuanced joke that I didn't think – would ever be presentable on a tv screen not like it's lewd or like nasty or anything but just like so clever that you're like dude how did nobody create that joke up until now these are the guys that always make those stupid jokes and for a whole movie that is both smart very heartwarming and i can't say both smart so that is heart that is smart heartwarming very funny and uh, just overall just so much fun like so entertaining like dude you can't beat it so like yeah i enjoyed it a lot yeah i i
0: can't i don't have anything negative I mean, after going to the 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 the, the trust factor or whatever i use the trash factor that, that we, we did i'm glad i'm ending my um uh, my negativity because i can't think of anything bad um artistically um i thought it was amazing um there were moments there like just moments there that reminded me of and i'm pretty sure there's an intention to it like it reminded me of into the spider-verse um you know it had comedy that reminded me of uh you know of um, the the bat or the batman the lego movie but what i really loved about it was you know lewis kind of hinted at it it I I kid you not. There were moments where um, I was watching it. My daughter was right next to me and there were moments where I like started kind of like sneaking off and put my arm around her and I just kind of gave her a hug and we stayed there. You know, I don't know if she knew what I was doing. I was, I stayed there for the longest time because there was so many, so many, I mean, it's not, not that my relationship with my daughter is, that way you know we we I'm I'm completely different from the character but just the themes that it was talking about the themes that it was presenting um really got to me and um you know it's unfair that a movie like that um has that much heart that much comedy um i think every single character um actor there was spot on um there's nothing there that i can think of and i'm so sad That it, I mean, I'm glad that now I have a chance to watch it anytime I can, and I watch it multiple times already. But I think it would have been such a a hit in the movies if they actually, uh, if they actually produced. Oh yeah,
2: I really. This is one of the times that, like, even as someone who rents out theaters, uh, you watch something that's streaming, and you're like, "Damn, that would have been so good on a giant screen!" Like the final battle on a giant screen, the battle in the mall on a giant screen, dude. Yeah, seeing that
0: giant Furby coming at you! Oh my god,
2: the the Furby was like, who played the Furby? Was that Blake Griffin? It was no Blake. I Griffin think
0: was one of the uh, was one of the robots another robot. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, I forgot who the, the the Furby was, but Jesus Christ. Um, can you imagine okay, so since
0: we're we're going to very specific things then, what were some specific scenes or themes that that you liked um you know you can have multiple ones uh one theme that I really liked that um and again i'm I'm going back to uh back to it. I like that this was um a you know it it was a family thing um uh, but clearly the the movie was was about a feminine character and i've you know a female character and i've already kind of talked to you guys about this that it's a i I don't know most likely it's because of my daughter that i've i'm woke in this in (laughs) and yes i use that word in in that different sense but um the fact that i i've recognized you know, um, like, um, and this, uh, I'm, I'm rambling in a tangent over here. Um, you know, Louis knows that my daughter is finally watching uh, anime and, and uh, My Hero Academia. Um, and I was thinking to myself, is there any anime that my daughter can watch that is meant for her? And I'm like, no, there's not. You know, because even in the show in My Hero Academia, my daughter is like, why are they focusing on her chest and her butt the whole time? you know why and so and I had to kind of tell her because unfortunately the writers for this and the people that's watching this it's really meant for boys and this is what boys like and she's like Ugh, weird you know and I love the fact that this movie was was not catered towards um the, the females but it was a strong female character um that could be a um you know um, uh, that could represent my daughter and Interesting enough, it's such. Um, you know, I think I, I was reading somebody somewhere where they were saying that this movie was the perfect way to do um, a an LGBTQ plus movie um, and 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 represent the LGBTQ plus community without making it blatant and without making it uh, you know um, obvious. I mean, there's scenes uh, here and there where the mom asks, oh, is she, you know, you have to, is she coming over for Thanksgiving, you know, so just stuff like that. It was like, I, when I heard that, I was like, wow, that that's a pretty cool. And B um, the fact that, you know, you're, you're able to do that without you know blowing, you know, and, and doing like a huge sign going, oh, guess what? This is, we did the thing. It, it just passed through. It was, it was amazing. So a um, representation wise, the fact that it was a, a female led a strong, a female woman uh, that didn't need like, you know, um, a boyfriend or anything like that. Uh, no boobs, no, no butts showing
2: or anything like that. I'm all down for that. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny, not funny, but watching the movie, like from the beginning, I related to the main character, not me personally related to the main character, but I saw a lot of my niece in the main character. You guys know that like people listening don't know. I'm very close with my niece and my nephew because uh, my sister dumps them on me like every other day. So um, <laughs> like... It's a good thing she-,
0: she never listens to this this podcast. No, no, no.
2: <laughs> the one person in my family that doesn't support is obviously my sister. So <laughs> the... Uh, like... The character is very like, like I saw a lot of my niece in that character in terms of being creative and being, you know, kind of shunned by her, her actually by her parents because they're, they were never into the things that she's into much like myself, like my sister, uh my parents have always been like, oh yeah, like whatever you're into they're into but like my parents with me they were just like whatever the hell you're gonna like you're gonna like it anyways so i figured i'd be the same way with my niece in that like it's hard uh she is very expressive she loves being artistic so like every chance she gets she draws like she's carries her ipad with her everywhere because she's doing sketches all the time i'm very proud of her that way but i'm like i i see some. it's weird i see my sister in the uh, in in Rick the the father figure the father because like he doesn't understand too much about what she's into and why she likes the things that she likes and it's like oh man uh, so I talked to my niece about it and she goes yeah I I get it because you know I I watch anime all the time and my parents hate that I watch anime like I'm sorry Dennis that she is one of those people but she tries to find the positive in in female characters in those shows as well uh, but. Like seeing the like a character that's so similar to someone that I'm very close to, well, it was kind of was you know it was kind of nice to see, and I, I was very like a, uh, uh you, you get more emotionally invested into a character when you you can sort of find someone that they relate to in your in your personal life, so they did a great job in terms of representing also for people like more like when they say someone's an outcast in their own family they don't no one ever really goes into too much about just because they're they like things that other people don't like it's always about like uh different uh views of opinions or you know they just don't like particular things but like having a misunderstanding based on the fact that whatever you you want to do that makes you happy is kind of a traditional non-traditional role to go towards in an animated movie and it's I'm glad that they went that way, and they, I'm glad that they did it in an entertaining way, where you can like, you know, you know, see some of yourself or see people that you know in different characters. So, if they could just keep on doing stories like this, then these guys are going to be people that are going to be following for years to come. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I dig all that. Um, I guess uh, to, to kind of piggyback off all, all of that, um, one of the uh, I think one of my favorite themes too was that um, the imperfect family. So yeah, it, it, obviously the main character. <laughs> um, uh, Katie and her and his and her dad Rick weren't exactly seeing eye to eye, and maybe it is part of like part of you know that kind of bittersweet part of watching your children grow up is seeing you you know whatever you as much as you want them to kind of share interests that you might have they they will you know they're humans too and they they will do their own thing but um I, I like the the kind of theme of like they you know including the mom I like, I'm sorry I, I know it's Maya Rudolph will play the character but I can't remember the character's name but um, Linda. You know, linda thank you okay so the, she had like this weird infatuation with the perfect neighbors next door yeah. we, would do, we were basically like short of a halo and angel and wings were like angels and you know they're always posting these perfect instagrams or perfect pictures and yeah that's kind of a fun little like uh, yeah, criticism of you know even today's of, of today obviously like every you know i personally i think i've kind of uh, been part of that sad devolution of like first you want to uh post you know uh, cool pictures of your and then, like when you become a parent or when you get married, you're gonna uh, post cool couple pictures and then uh, cool family pictures, and so people do get still get caught up on that. And um, I, I like that the movie kind of more or less painted that yes, they weren't exactly perfect because uh, if I'm not mistaken, the mall the the, the mall heist didn't exactly succeed that's why they have to go all the way to San Francisco but you know even though they didn't succeed and they weren't like a a perfect you know they weren't batting two for two um, it was still a very successful family so you know it's a nice little message to all the you know non-traditional families out there I guess that even if it's not perfect or it doesn't look like the perfect Instagram or Facebook family um, you know it it functions just fine like you know it'll find a way as long as there's you know the, 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 the stuff that's important like love and 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 cherishing each other, I guess. So yeah. Uh, before I get too sappy, I'm going to move on and say, uh, also the robot designs were pretty cool. So yeah, I I, I dug that. <laughs> to to the audience, just so you guys know, um, I blocked Lewis from
0: uh, my uh, my Facebook. Because, um, I feel like Linda every single time I see Lewis post. Like, oh, look, uh-huh. look, look, look at Lewis! He's so perfect. I, and then I'm like, um, <laughs> But, You know, aside I'm from aside from uh, all, all the emotional stuff um I, I, you know there are a lot of you know lewis kind of uh, lewis harold kind of pointed out a lot of great funny moments one of my most favorite moment was when um the um the, the new uh, the new machines were being introduced you know they were they, they, you know the machine was being ordered around do this do this do this and then it was funny in the back of my mind i was like you know, and back to my mind, it's like, dude, you know, this is when Skynet, um, you know, um, happens, and then the, the the guy who's supposed to be like Steve Jobs or something kind of goes. And of course, you know we have uh, we have a failsafe that uh, you know that will prevent them from you know, going evil. And you only have to do this, and then all of a sudden it's that moment where everything turns and everything and all the robots go bad. And I'm like, damn, that is clever writing. There's no, it, it was just like bam, 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 and it went to that joke. Um, I, I was I, I was dying. There were moments there that I was just like literally, you know, doing my favorite, you know, ha. Um, uh, you know, laugh uh, here and there. It was great. Um, A lot of funny moments.
2: I I think the biggest, the big message that they, you know, purportedly for this movie is the evils of technology and the advancements of technology. Right. And it's so funny to see, like, imagine if this movie came out like 10 years ago and it had this kind of message and you'd be like, "Ah, there's no way that can actually happen. And then we look around at the things that are actually happening around us. And you're like, dude, this is not only a possibility. This is probably going to happen within the next 10 to 15 years. Like we like take a look at me where if I need my lights on or if I I hope it didn't turn on. If I need my lights on, if I need my music turned on, if I need my TV turned on, I just talk to my uh, my AI and my like not Ellen Iverson but you talk to your AI and it, and it does the work for you. And you just, you're like, you're like, "Eh, you know, a few years ago, this would seem like a silly thing to do. And it'd be like, you know, it seems like it's a unnecessary and, you know, uh, uh, but you, you kind of get, you grow into it. And now more or less like the beginning of the movie where you're just literally like talking to your phone, like telling it exactly what you needed to do and your phone's like, Oh yeah, I'll just do it for you. Because your, your phones are becoming your little assistants. And then now the over-dependence on technology and finding out that you know not all the technology is ever going to be perfect because obviously there's not, there's not fail-safes like Skynet or like the, the, the robots here. So it's just you know a funny thing just to think about where it's like, yeah, they're making fun of it, but at the same time, they're literally beating you over the head with it. It's like technology sucks social media sucks don't believe anything that anybody is posting about anything because nobody's life is perfect so it's like yeah I, I,
1: it's yeah
0: podcast this podcast is perfect yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, if, and then
2: you use your ai to ask to play this podcast because that's all it's really good for because <laughs> <laughs> i do it on all the machines here in my room and that's about four different listens every week. <laughs> Uh, all at the same time, just so that everybody yeah. Knows. So it's in stereo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. What do you call it? I, yeah. The, the 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 whole gag with the robots too was kind of great to me, and um, I I liked um, yeah. Besides the character design and 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 all that jazz, i I, I kind of yeah. The criticisms of technology, and you're right, H. Like we bought. We it's not even like they they're 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 not even like. Uh, twisting our arms to get our information that we're volunteering it on any given time. Like the other day, my phone rebooted and my bank app, went from the, uh, you know, the thumbprint to actually having to type in a password. And I was like, what the hell? Why just let me put my thumb on the marker and let give, give me my access already. But again, it's made us lazy or at least complacent. So, uh, but part of me does feel kind of good that the main hero or the dad knew how to drive stick. So, you know, high five to Harold and I, we can still pull that off. Even my son was like, Oh, that's you dude. Like I know, right. I can, I know how to drive stick. Your mom knows how to drive stick too awesome so if the if if the robot rebellion happens we can get find a pickup truck and get out of here
2: you know you know what's funny is like uh the day after i watched the movie my nephew was talking to me about it and he and he was like um can you teach me how to drive stick and i was like i was like why and he goes because i want to race and because if anyone tries to take over and steal your car or like the machines try to take your car uh they're not going to be able to because they don't know how to drive stick and i want to be able to steal your car i was like okay
1: (laughs) sure thing buddy wow way to assume that you're not going to make it past whatever (laughs) yeah like (laughs) he's assuming that i'm not going to make it and he's like
2: it's it's all up to me (laughs) like like, damn it i can bench press these robots bro
0: um you know one one uh, other uh, moment that i i really quite enjoyed and not only just because of the way they presented it but because of the reaction to one of the people that was watching with me was when um the mom um sees um sees his son uh sees her son like being captured and then you know something like triggers <laughs> in her and she starts like you know um, uh, um, like Uh, like uh, killing all these robots. I kid you not, my wife was in tears, in laughter and joy, and like going, (laughs) Yes, yes, and telling my daughter that that's what's gonna happen, that's what I'm going to do. And like, (laughs) I, I, I can see that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that is Not true. sure if I should be scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know uh, anything. Any other um, in, um, uh, fun things that you might have remembered? Of uh, fun themes that you might have thought of before we move on.
2: I just like that um, the uh, the younger brother. I think his name is Aaron, but it's like the younger brother character has gone from it's it's it hasn't evolved much at all if we go from like you know uh characters from the olden days up until like present property it's always just going to be annoying but this one it's like it's just funny because he's like like me as you guys know younger brother to an older sister always annoying my sister wanted to beat beat me up constantly i was like as a child i was never supportive of her her (laughs) hobbies either up until like my parents made me but like having a, a brother who's literally like Hey, anytime you need stuff in your like your films or whatever and in, in your any your uh your, your skits i'm here to help you and he loves dinosaurs it's like you know it is just nice to see
0: like complete opposite of uh, of Harold Yes. The the only similar thing that uh, that happens is when Harold does talk to a girl, starts <laughs> complimenting, and all of a sudden, no, I hate you, get out of here, and then
2: yeah. he, he, <laughs> he <laughs> Yes, yeah, runs out the window. I don't even get those words out, guys. <laughs> I just stick my hands in my pockets and just walk away.
0: <laughs> in his head. No,
2: no, yeah. yeah, In my head, I'm like, no,
1: no contact. We're in a pandemic. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I I guess uh, one of my favorite moments too actually is um, I I think I, I'm sorry, I don't remember who brought it up, but the the mall fight the mall fight with the culmination with the, um, to the gigantic Furby, which was like, I think, I think they, they put it under like a retro toy. I'm like, Oh wait, that was cool when we were younger, I guess. But um, yeah, I, I love that whole, that whole scene was just so much fun. And like, that's definitely one of those, like, uh, I mean, Harold already mentioned it, but yeah, it would have been amazing to see that in a big screen on IMAX and hearing all the, you know, the, the, the sound and everything, uh, uh done in in in, uh, the way that it it would have been probably paid off a little better so um definitely kudos to that scene um definitely like i mentioned too that it it was technically they lost uh, that little battle but you know ultimately yes they did win the war but yeah it it was such a great set piece a lot of fun really established all the the love and the dynamic of this family so definitely like if if you can i was actually kind of almost fooled by it because i thought that was gonna be the i thought that was the climax of the movie it was so good. So like when we finally get to, or when, when they set up the next premise that, Oh, we're actually going to go, we're going to have to go the rest of the way to, to San Francisco. uh, I was like, Oh, great. There's some more movie to it. And I'm so, I was so happy to see it. So yeah, that was one of my favorite scenes uh, 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 of the movie. Um, Also, uh, go ahead. uh, Oh,
2: real quickly. Just uh, the underappreciation up until now of the uh, live your life by T.I. and Rihanna. (laughs) (laughs) like yeah they used it in uh the hangover and it's always been the q song because of the numa Numa song but like them using it as a callback to her her talent show days and then literally it's just like the song that they get to do the penultimate actions with is (laughs) ti and rihanna
0: (laughs) oh that is awesome you're right um that that still is a great sequence that that whole that that whole thing uh,
2: it was like if the
0: avengers were allowed to have fun while fighting that would it's, be yeah. <laughs>
2: that's exactly it's like when like in a, in a, um uh iron man 2 when they're fighting all the uh the the like uh, the iron man army mm. Like, if imagine if that was being able to, they gave it, like, a fun soundtrack or whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: You're right. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, that big uh, fight against the uh, the extremist uh, armor. Yeah, that was great. And it was such earworm, too, dude. Because, like, I swear after that movie it was done, I'm, like, humming it, driving around, like, dang it. <laughs> I, you know, I told my kid, like, uh, pull it up on Spotify. Let's listen to it on the Bluetooth. <laughs> Um, See again, I just volunteered my information to my phone, and like it's now it's connected to my car, so it could run me off a cliff if it wanted to. There you go. But then <laughs> you'd be
2: playing that song while the cliff is you're falling off. And you'd be you'd be doing fine, dude. You'd be, be doing happy. this thing. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't know I'm pumping my fists in the air. <laughs> Obviously, this is not a video, podcast. I <laughs> just.
0: Um, the, the last thing that I kind of want to mention is I, I made this joke already, but um, it was really awesome to see Seth Rogen really get it, his acting <laughs> chops, uh, because he really he really made me cry. Um, like, I, I, does Danny McBride sound like that all the time? He d- or is-
2: here's the thing: is Danny McBride has range that Seth Rogen is never going to have like the, like the best acting seth rogan's ever done was either in Fifty Fifty or in funny people uh danny mcbride can go from the most evil person in the world like he is in this is the end or when he's kenny powers but he can also be like the goofiest dude that's ever been created and it's like I, i've i'm like everybody else where as soon as i the first time i heard it when he started speaking i was like oh seth rogan is in this but the more he started talking and giving it nuance as opposed to like how Alan the alien is in, in um, Invincible where it's like, Oh, Oh, it's just Seth Rogen, like talking, like, you know, he doesn't do voices. He's Seth Rogen. And like, when like he's actually doing some kind of, you know, going through emotions, I was like, that's more Danny McBride style.
0: (laughs) Um, Again, uh, threw threw me off the the whole time. And it wasn't until afterwards, but um, again, just that, just that emotion that story between uh, Rick and and Katie um, still gets to me um, especially that, that the the scene uh, where uh, where it, like it just subtle scenes where um, in the, the very last time I think when they're leaving um, and as they're about to say goodbye um, Rick sees the moose um, in her in her oh you know what I, mean? yeah, yeah. Like, I was like damn it Seth Rogan got me again. See the little
2: th- <laughs> it's the little things about this movie, and it's like, yeah. the, like they said, the nuances about everything—they got it right. And I—I yeah. I, I know we're about to do a review, but like I was telling the guys before, this is my review. This is probably the best movie I've seen in five years.
1: Ah, wow. Ooh,
0: bold. There you go. Yeah. Um, I—I I don't know if I would say five years, but definitely uh, the last couple years, and I know and. I know the pandemic that didn't hasn't really helped, but this is this is my favorite movie. Like you know, I've there I you know there there have been some great action movies. There have been some great you know thrill you know individual movies, but this was as a whole. It was a it was a great everything. You know, great family movie, great action, great, you know, um, drama, great everything. And um, if we're, since we're doing the reviews, um, I'm giving it a, you know, whatever the highest rating that we can. Whatever
2: perfect.
1: above comulant is. Perfect movie. There you go. I'm going My Mine
2: movie. is a super califragilistic S.P. There
1: you go. <laughs> Uh, I would give it a, a five maya he maya hoes. So, maya ha and,
2: and And no, it's not my ha it's maya ruda. <laughs> Stupid dude. And on that note, we are ending our episode.
0: If you liked our episode um, and maybe just maybe you want to take a listen to our old episodes, please take a listen uh, at the2fanboys1casual.podbean.com
1: for all of our old episodes. And Lewis? On Facebook, you can find us 2Fanboys and a Filthy Casual every time the podcast goes live. We'll be posting it there. Uh, Not to mention a pretty fun and active uh, Facebook group. Find us there, 2Fanboys and a Filthy Casual group so a lot of like-minded nerds fanboys geeks and gamers like uh yourselves if you're listening to us um sharing all this stuff all the fun uh, memes jokes and news articles out there so yeah find us facebook we will uh, gladly join uh add you ironic that we
2: talk about technology and social media after you know the whole movie bashes <laughs> it over the head but <laughs> If you ever wanted to hear or contact us on Instagram or Twitter, we are Two Fanboys, One Casual. And as usual, if you have any AI, you can ask it to uh, play the Two Fanboys in a Filthy Casual podcast and you'll hear us start singing.
1: There you go.
0: Well, that's it for us today. Hopefully you enjoyed our episode. Um, this, is, uh, this is Dennis. This is Lewis. This is Harold. This is two Fanboys of Filthy Casual. See you guys later. Bye. Peace.